can't see hello good morning afternoon evening whatever time it is that you're sitting down and listening to this podcast my name is laura and i'm the host of today's launch episode for research decolonized brought to you by the british columbia network environment for indigenous health research also known as the bc near so that's n-e-i-h-r just in case you wanted to give us a quick google and learn a bit more And in today's episode, I'm going to give you the rundown of who we are, why we're here, and what it is we're trying to do as an Indigenous-led organization that exists and functions within a very colonial system. So the BC NEAR itself, it is a network that's actually part of a larger network of nine NEARs spanning across the country. And at this point in time, we're entering our second year of operations, I believe, under a five-year funding agreement that was awarded to us by the CIHR Institute of Indigenous People's Health. We're the product of a collection of phenomenal Indigenous scholars and their allies who came together from across the country who collectively believe in supporting Indigenous health research leadership, supporting culturally safe and ethical Indigenous health research, very important, um, as well as supporting Indigenous health research development and research capacity development. So what does that mean that we actually do? Well, what we do um, or aim to do, I would say, is we work to facilitate and support capacity for and engagement in Indigenous-led health research that's woven from the values, the knowledge systems, the protocols, the priorities, and the leadership of Indigenous communities, collectives, and organizations, so ICCOs. Um, as well as academic researchers and students in BC. And what I'll do in the future episodes are um, I'll run on the assumption that none of you have listened to this episode and take the time to redefine the acronym ICCO. So again, that's Indigenous Communities, Collectives, and Organizations. Some of our key stakeholders, partners, and co-collaborators include networks and organizations like the BC Support Unit, each of the five BC Health Authorities, the NCCIH, um, and many others who ultimately work with us to try and support decolonizing health and wellness research environments. We have two main ongoing programs, so the Indigenous Health Research Facilitator Program and the BC Near Scholarship Program, which is actually being supported by another program called the Indigenous Graduate Peer Mentorship Program, both of which I'm currently employed under. So I am an Indigenous Health Research Facilitator for the Northern and Interior Regions, as well as an Indigenous Graduate Peer Mentor at UNBC. As Indigenous health research facilitators, we work to support ICCOs who basically want to prepare for or undertake their own autonomously led health and wellness research. With health and wellness being a very broad or open to interpretation phrase, I would say as we acknowledge, you know, we don't get to determine what's deemed significant or important to the health and wellness of a specific ICCO. Obviously, um, as with many grant programs, we have some guidelines and parameters around that, but I'd argue that we're quite flexible with these. And the Indigenous Health Research Facilitators are we're basically here as a living, breathing resource for ICCOs who may want or need additional support on their health and wellness research journey in whatever capacity they may want. So maybe that's just to be a sounding board for ideas or to answer some questions about applications, and maybe we're there supporting you the whole way. It's really up to the individual ICCO because this research is for and by the ICCO. We're just here to support this process when and if we're needed. So we do that in some ways. Um, We can help complete 
applications for our funding opportunities, which I'll talk about in a bit, as well as for external funding opportunities. Um, and that process itself, you know, might look like we're helping to develop research budgets, we're editing funding applications and so much more. And within our network also exists a collection of amazing um, Indigenous and allied scholars who we can connect ICCOs with for the research development stage, the knowledge sharing and mobilization stage, and potentially even as like actual research partners, if that's something that an ICCO desires. I want to take a second here to add a note regarding knowledge sharing and mobilization. This has been a really interesting topic. Um, I've heard it come up and get, gain more popularity, I would say, in the last few years. I've had it mentioned in a couple courses. Um, we at BCNR, we strive to support innovative and integrative knowledge sharing and mobilization strategies. And what that really means is that, you know, as Indigenous peoples, we've interacted with and functioned within our environment since the beginning of time, um, beginning of our time as human beings on this earth, time immemorial, some say. And through these natural interactions, we've actually been conducting and engaging in research as we've learned how to thrive in these environments. We've also developed methods of knowledge transmission um, outside of writing an academic paper or presenting at a conference or showing a PowerPoint. And I'm not saying that those are invalid ways of knowledge transmission, but historically Indigenous ways of knowledge generation and transmission have been viewed in Western academe as invalid or not being objective enough. And we want to push away from that. And we want to support traditional re research methodologies and methods of knowledge sharing and mobilization. So just something to take into consideration um, if you're thinking about applying for our knowledge sharing and mobilization award. And I, I briefly mentioned our awards above. So I'll just elaborate on that here. We offer two main types of awards annually for ICCOs, one for research development, and that's valued at $10,000 and another to support the knowledge sharing and mobilization. And that one is $5,000. So what's really interesting here, um, we don't actually directly fund research, more so just the pre-research and the post-research states. However, as mentioned above, we can help you find and apply for actual research funding. So you're not left out and out of luck with that. Um, if you want to learn more about either of these awards, application information and award reviews can be found on our website. So that's https colon forward slash forward slash online academic community dot uvic dot ca forward slash bc near forward slash. Alternatively, as mentioned above, you can just google bc near and we should come up as the top um, option. And then you'll go under our funding tab and these awards, they're labeled quite literally as the Research Development Grant and the Knowledge Sharing and Mobilization Grant. And just a quick heads up for everyone this year, our awards opened on October 1st and they'll be closing on January 15th of 2023. So you've got lots of time still, um, but just be mindful of that. You can also check out each of the Indigenous health research facilitators that are assigned to your provincial health authority region. That's how it's done. Um, and you can reach out to us and we can tell you more about these awards, how to apply. And as mentioned above, we are here to help support your application if you want us to do so. And we'll just change gears a little bit just to talk about the grad peer mentorship um, program. So it consists of a group of Indigenous peer mentors on staff who work to connect Indigenous students across the province at their home universities with our services and help facilitate BC senior networking, mentorship, and research training events. We're also here to let you know about our graduate scholarship programs. 
So this is where we have awards at the level of masters, doctoral, we have postdoctoral, um, and we also have a small pilot project um, for Indigenous scholars. So be sure to check out our website as all of these awards are also listed under the funding tab. But I've also created a quick and more concise funding document that outlines the basics of all of our awards and some of the other awards available to Indigenous post-secondary students in BC um, that are external to ours. And to access this document, you can also go to the funding tab, very popular tab, and it should be listed under external funding opportunities. And if you're unable to access this document for some reason, please reach out to someone on our team and we'll send you a copy directly. So to finish up here on this podcast, we'll be sitting down with inspiring Indigenous health and wellness scholars, hopefully healthcare professionals, communities, and community members, um, where they can share their stories on how they are actively decolonizing health and wellness and health and wellness research, um, changing healthcare and academe along the way. And some of the topics I'm hoping we'll cover are pathways into health and wellness research, research techniques and research designs, both traditional and Western approaches, um, research funding, how to access that, etc. Past and present health and wellness projects um, and ethical research protocols when involving Indigenous communities, collectives, and organizations because we want to make it a safer space. And I'll try not to keep you too long here. So if you have any questions or thoughts, please check out our website. If you have any questions or comments on the Decolonized podcast, even now, but moving forward as you listen to our amazing interviewees, um, you can email me at lauramcnabcoombs at uvic.ca. That's L-A-U-R-A-M-C-N-A-B-C-O-O-M-B-S at uvic.ca. I'd love to hear from you what you've liked, what you didn't like. If you have any corrections for something I said or maybe haven't said that you think I should, if there is something you want to see or someone you want to see on an upcoming episode, or if you have a question for any of our guests who will be featured on our upcoming episodes. We're starting out slow with this project, so we'll be releasing episodes about once a month, but because this is our launch, we're going to have an early drop of our very first interview in November, which was with the amazing Dr. Rihanna Robinson out of the University of Northern British Columbia to find out when that episode um, drops or stay up to date with current and upcoming opportunities and research, um, employment and training. Find us on Instagram and Facebook pretty much going to be under BC near (laughs) and give us a like or a follow. Um, Hi, hi. Thank you so much. And this was Research Decolonized.